Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best pudding flavor. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Uh. Hi, Hal. Hello. <laughs> you. We, we were going to record the other. We're recording, you know, we're back to two-a-days, as they yes. say, in the sports world. But we are not in the sports world. We are in the podcast world. No, we're in the podcasting world. This is like sports of things you listen to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we were going to record the topic you had selected first. You did all yes. this research, and people will hear that. Then I started ranting about this. <laughs> you did. Saying, and then we just said, you know what? Let's just do this pudding topic first because pudding uh, is apparently. I think you think that this is a smaller topic than it is, Hal. Because I do. This was suggested by Anna Giffen, by the way. I want to get thank that you, out Anna Giffen, right now. Let me ask a quick question. Yes, go ahead. And this might be a question for Ken Plume, our producer. Mm. Do we know where Anna Giffen is from? The internet. Great. Because here's the thing, Hal. Mm. I feel like this might the pudding episode might be like our berry episode. Because we have to answer the question, what is a pudding? Oh, no, we're not going to do like Yorkshire pudding. That's not a flavor. We're talking about dessert. No, 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 no. Well, look, there's a lot of dessert puddings. Yeah, but they're technically anything baked or steam in a basin or casing is a pudding. Oh, stop. The root word is botellus, Latin for sausage. So haggis is a pudding. Not going to win. Haggis is not going to win. Haggis is gross. Blood sausage. uh, Blood pudding is a pudding. No. No, no, yeah, not going to win. Look, you mean, are we going strictly little boxes of powdered American crap? Is that yes, what we're going? Of with? course we are. Look, I, in my <laughs> mind, here's, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. And then you can tell me if I'm wrong. Feel free to, to blow this wide open. Okay. Because I don't want to come in saying I think it's this and then that, that's all. Right. In my mind, mm-hmm. there are five main flavors of pudding. And then then my wild card that I think may secretly be the best one. But it's a very controversial take. Okay. You want the five flavors? Yes, and then I will broaden that out. Okay. Five because the there five. are there are others that I that I think I will I, I don't want to blow it wide open and say, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna talk about any British sausage anything. Yeah. But I do think that there are some puddings that are worth talking about. Okay. Well, here are the puddings in my mind okay. that are the main five. Mm-hmm. Vanilla, chocolate, butterscotch, tapioca, banana. I'm gonna say pistachio is also on there. Okay, you're going to add pistachio to that list. Mm-hmm. Is there another one? Because I know they make like unicorn sparkle pudding. Like I went and looked around to go. I'm sure that there are a ton sure. of, I'm sure they've made strawberry pudding and watermelon pudding and cucumber pudding and like anything. You can flavor a pudding however you want it. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, the mixes are just gelatin and cornstarch. Yeah, gelatin, cornstarch, and then you add water. There's lemon. There's all sorts of different types of pudding mm-hmm. out there. But I would argue... Go on. Those are the main five. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. And then I have a sixth one. Okay. That I think is, that I, is my personal favorite. Okay. And if you were to ask me what I, what the best pudding is, and I'm not a huge pudding fan. Okay. It would be banana pudding number two. This is just, I'm taking my temperature right now. I'm not saying I'm, I'm intractable on this. <laughs> banana pudding number two. 
Uh-huh. And just the flavor of the pudding, not the great traditional Southern whipped cream, Nilla wafers, bananas, banana pudding. Uh-huh. Oh, that's great. Love that. My number one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it is? Do you have a guess? I don't. All right. Is it something Philadelphia specific? No, but this comes from East Coast, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia diner culture. Okay. And that's rice pudding. Okay. These are all great. These are all valid. I would say, like, are tapioca, is tapioca even one of the categories of, like, the Jell-O brand boxed pudding outers that we get in the U.S.? Yeah. That is a major, like, tapioca is, when you think of pudding, that's one of the the words, it sort of goes together, right? Tapioca pudding. Look, I love rice pudding, and I think that rice pudding is a huge contender because rice pudding, before I get into that, I'm going to broaden this out a little bit. I'm not going to bust the door wide open, like I said, but I am going to broaden this out to not just the little boxes of powder. Okay. To some other classic puddings, because I will put, I know you said you didn't want to do it, but I will put full desserts that are puddings on this list. Okay. Meaning. Like a trifle? I will put a trifle. I will put, actually, I've got my list right here. I will put a trifle. Yeah. I will put mango pudding, which okay. is like a flan. Yep. I will put flan. Sure. Creme brulee, oh. panna cotta. And because technically it falls under this category, jello. Jello itself, because even though it uses gelatin instead of cornstarch, jello itself is a pudding. Well, and also if we're going to count rice pudding, which is rice. Right. Is the main, it's not a gelatin. Or cornstarch, yeah. not the same mix. I do think Jello is its own subcategory that deserves its own time. I don't think it could possibly be the winner, right? Why not? Jello is beloved. Jello is generally like- beloved. The pe- the pudding that we eat in the United States. You know who makes that pudding, my friend? Jello. Jello makes that pudding. Jello makes a lot of it. There's also snack pack. Oh, snack pack. I always thought it was a Jello snack pack. No, I thought it was separate- Jello pudding snack packs. Separate companies. No, kidding. I think. I think. What's your general pudding go-to? Do you go make the powder at home? Do you order a fancy one like a panna cotta in a restaurant? Do you go uh snack pack in a lunchbox? If I'm going to make it, if I'm going to have it, mm-hmm. out of all of these, the one that I would order in a restaurant is either rice pudding or creme brulee. Yeah. At home or at a family event, I like to have banana pudding, but I've never prepared it. If I'm going to have pudding in the house, I would probably just get the pre-made cups. To me, it's no difference than I'm mixing in a powder with something. I'd rather mm-hmm. just have it pre-made. It's the same with Jell-O. Like, Jell-O is a great example, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to have Jell-O at home, I have to boil a bunch of water, then pour the gelatin <laughs> pack in, then mix it, and then it sits in the refrigerator for like four to six hours, unless you do like yeah. a quick set. Which I'm not doing a quick set. That's like, we're already. You're so wasting all bowls. of your ice. If yeah. you're doing and a quick my, set, you're wasting all of the ice in the cube trays. And my bowls. <laughs> Why do all these bowls need to go to work to make like a clear cube of food? Can I tell you what my jello technique is? Please. Because one packet of jello fits perfectly into a mason jar. And there are measurements on the side of a mason jar frequently. The ones I have, well, you don't even really need the measurement. I just know that a mason jar is 16 ounces. So half of a mason jar, I fill with hot water, hot boiling water and the gelatin. Then I fill it to the top with cold water, throw them in the fridge. I just, I literally right now on my desk, I finished one. And a small mason jar, huh? It's not too concentrated? No. No, I I get the small boxes. That's smart. I get the bigger one and then I put it in a mixing bowl that's too big. Mm -hmm. So that I'm like 
lifting a jello skin off of the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> it looks like a puddle with a and like a after like a nuclear fallout, just like a puddle that's been sitting on the ground. And I love it. Here's what happens also. If you make your jello in the big bowl, if you do the big thing of jello, make your big your jello in the big bowl, that's 32 ounces of jello. That's a fairly large bowl. Mm-hmm. I know enough about you and I both to know that we are not necessarily the person that is going to move it to a smaller vessel when we sit in front of the television. That's right. We're going to play Edith Ann eating a bowl of Jello. <laughs> and that's the fact. That's yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly right. I put it in the largest mixing bowl I have, which I don't I could have gone to the medium mm-hmm. every time I could have gone. And, I, and every time I tell myself next time I'm going to use the medium, but I don't. And then. And then I wound up eating out of this gigantic, and it's not as fun. It's not like the enjoyable, like I like a Jello served in cubes. Like I yeah. like when somebody cubes it up and gets. Oh it yeah, and then you just, like you go like and suck it through the teeth. That's fancy restaurant Jello. Yeah, that's uh, if there's such a thing as fancy restaurant Jello. That's fancy restaurant Jello is the cubes. By fancy restaurant, you mean like a step above or below Denny's. Yeah, a below a step below is a fancy restaurant. Yeah, you're putting. Hang on, you're putting Denny's square in the middle of fancy restaurants. A step mm-hmm. above is fancy. A step below is fancy. I mean, a diner. There are better diners, and then there are diners where you can tell by the napkins. Like some of them have the super thin, smaller napkins, and some of them have the thicker paper napkins. And that I yeah. think you can. That will effectively give you the class of restaurant. Sure. And whether or not they leave that little bit of paper on the straw at the end when they put it on your table. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do they put it in the drink for you? And you know what? I'd rather put it in myself. Sure. I don't need you opening it up. I didn't need it before the pandemic. I certainly don't want it now. <laughs> uh, yes, real may, careful. may I have another Coke, please? This one has your finger straw in it. Thanks. <laughs> they're real careful at restaurants now, if you notice, like they put the straw on the table. They're like, I didn't touch this. Yeah. This is still in the paper. Um, mm-hmm. Are you talking about the straw or this uh, uncooked food? Yeah, you have to cook it yourself now. Still in the paper from the butcher. There's a grill over there. <laughs> and we don't make the fire either. Don't touch that. <laughs> don't touch anything. Listen, you want to take the straws off the truck yourself? We haven't touched it. We swear. Let's let's <laughs> talk about some of the differences in the types of pudding. Sure. Because we have these different. Let's make a ruling first. Oh, are we determining that Jello is going to be included in this or not? I think Jello we should hold off for its own category down the road because it's its own special thing. We can talk about jigglers. There's a whole lot to talk about there. We I don't want to shortchange all the other types of pudding in the world yeah, that's for true. the sake of of Jello, which is its own animal. And when we do talk about Jello, I will point out that the last Jello that I made, aside from these mason jars, mm-hmm. was a gelatin mold of carrots formed into a pumpkin based on a vintage 1970s gelatin ad that Ken yeah. Bloom sent us. I, I can't think of gelatin now without thinking of these terrible, terrible 1970s craft ads where they were like, you can put anything in Jello. <laughs> I feel like we famously discussed the thrilling adventure hour text thread or or, or text threads that are constantly active. Mm-hmm. But we've never really noted the we got this text thread, which is you, yes. me, and Ken, <laughs> and it's mostly Ken sending us images and links, and <laughs> which are all thread. great. Yeah, they're all great. He finds all of these 1970s recipes when everything was served on a brown plate, everything yeah. was in gelatin and had lettuce around the sides of it so that it looked healthy. And it all every time it's a dare, oh. whether he says it or not, of like, you're going to make this and eat it. And you finally took the bait, which means they'll, they'll yeah. never stop. 
I totally made it, but I did not have any lettuce at home because I don't know why. I wish I had. When I was a kid, because I had seen images like this, I guess in cookbooks in the house, I always thought that the fanciest plates were the ones that had a well, just a single layer of curly lettuce. But we didn't have curly lettuce, so it was a single layer of iceberg lettuce underneath like my spaghetti or whatever, just to make it look fancy. And iceberg lettuce, the leaves always look like regular lettuce that worked out because they're all veiny and like <laughs> like taut. Like it's Yo, look at that too, jacked lettuce. You, like, you know when iceberg lettuce goes to the gym, it's like, come on, three, <laughs> come on, four, you weakling. I'm tapioca pudding. Yeah, butter lettuce is like, I like to do small, uh, small weights and multiple reps. I'm building tendon strength. <laughs> All right. Let's uh so let's get away from jello. Well, that'll be its own episode. Yes. That is, of course, a pudding that is thickened with gelatin. Many puddings thickened with the egg yolk itself. Mm-hmm. That is for your zambayons and your assorted custards. Creme brulee. Creme brulee. I think uh, most of these have cornstarch, the so ones that you were talking is a about. Because really creme brulee is a custard. Yes. Yeah. Anything that is steamed or boiled is a pudding. I don't like that. I don't Look, like man, I, you, you, I didn't like I didn't like that an avocado is a berry, but here we are. Yeah, you're right. So let's talk about some of our favorites. You know what? Why don't we do yep. this? Yeah. Why don't we start with the Jello brand powdered cornstarch based pudding, instant pudding powders that we get in the United States that we most often think of as straight up pudding. Sure. Your standard flavors. Yeah. And the standard flavors that you mentioned in this were vanilla, chocolate, butterscotch, I'm going to leave tapioca and rice pudding off of there for now mm. because I would consider those more elevated. Okay. Because it's not just the powder. Vanilla, chocolate, butterscotch, banana, and pistachio. Mm-hmm. I think we can find one flavor out of that to make it through to the finals. Do you think lemon deserves a spot there? Because there are a lot of flavors that are probably not as popular. There are a lot of flavors not as popular that could make the list. Is there a non-popular flavor that you think should be mentioned among these like a strawberry pudding like i don't think think any fruit one i don't think any fruit pudding is gonna win right like a a fruit pudding in this sense like a i feel like jello is for fruit and pudding is for not fruit i agree with you it's the same as when i would go to someone's house as a kid and they had the nest quick but it was the strawberry Mm -hmm. and i was like oh do your parents not like chocolate (laughs) chocolate is that why they did this and I get strawberry. Yeah, strawberry milk is fine. Banana milk tastes good. But yeah. it's, you know, chocolate milk. That bunny doesn't want strawberry milk. I'm going to throw out something here that you might disagree with. I'm curious about. Okay. But when I say fruit does not belong as a pudding flavor, you say, yeah. I'm okay. including banana in that. I think banana pudding is better as a dish than yes. on its own. It has to have the whipped cream. It has to have the vanilla wafers. It has to have the actual banana in it. Otherwise, it feels naked. And also for me growing up in the South, banana pudding isn't made with banana pudding. Banana mm-hmm. pudding is made with vanilla pudding with bananas in it. Right. That's you know true. what I mean? That's true. There's no fake banana flavor in a real Southern banana pudding. Right. And a ban- I would assume that the majority of banana puddings use the, that, that Gros Michel banana, the one that doesn't exist anymore, the same one they use for candy, where you're like, this does not taste like a banana to me because this type of banana is so rare that we don't. It's not a banana yeah. that we have at the grocery. Yeah, it's that weird, no. like, 
this runt sure tastes good. I mm. guess this is banana. Exactly. But we talked about that when we did our Esther's best artificial flavoring episode. Correct. But yeah, I think it's going to be. So I'm, I, are you comfortable eliminating banana from this list yes. off the bat? Yeah. Let's talk about butterscotch. Okay. Do you like butterscotch? It's okay. <laughs> Okay, let's talk it. about the next one. No, 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 I mean, I don't, I don't care for it in a candy. Personally, I think it's like you know, it's got like a. There's something weird about it that sits in my sinuses almost. Mm-hmm. Like the, there's something in the scent of it and the the taste of it that sits in my sinuses, and I don't like that. But I also, I don't like the sensation of drinking soda, mm-hmm. the sensation that that provides, which a lot of people like. So, sure. of these, I I have the one that I think should go through, but I want to hear mm-hmm. what you think of butterscotch. Maybe you have actually, a more favorable opinion than I do. I really love the flavor of butterscotch. Okay, great. I've always enjoyed butterscotch. I think that funnily enough, butterscotch tends to, I think weirdly enough, the reason that we have butterscotch pudding is because of this whole, is it a pudding thing? You know what I mean? So I'm doing this little bit of research that I did this afternoon. Butterscotch was invented in 1817 mm. in Yorkshire, England. And because they call anything that is dessert, The word pudding is a synonym for dessert in the UK. Mm -hmm. If it's a dessert, it's a pudding. So butterscotch candy, when eaten as a dessert in 1817, was called butterscotch pudding. And then years later, we're like, hey, uh, what kind of puddings do you want to make? Uh, Butterscotch. I heard that's a flavor of pudding. So that, I think, is why we have butterscotch-flavored pudding. Do not quote me on that. I'm columboing that out of a bunch of British websites and context clues. Well, it's a popular flavor. The candy's a popular flavor, right? So yeah. it would only make sense that for something like pudding, which also feels very English, mm-hmm. that there would be a butterscotch flavor and that that would be over here as well and be popular. You know, look, if Queen Victoria liked butterscotch, which, again, I don't know, then mm-hmm. it certainly would have made its way over here. It would have been very popular with rich people, which means it would have filtered down and been popular with everybody at some point. And now we have butterscotch pudding. That is a plausible history of it. <laughs> that's That's our next podcast. A plausible history of it. Now that Derek's done with drunk history, does he, do you think comedy such yeah. take our show plausible history? <laughs> it's just us and Doris Kearns Goodwin going, yeah, this actually probably happened. Yeah. It's completely be. sober, drinking tea. <laughs> Tell me again about how your dad loved the Dodgers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love her. She's great. Butterscotch. I, we've talked a little about butterscotch. Do you think it's the best if it's butterscotch? Because right now we're down to butterscotch, vanilla, or chocolate. Do you think yeah. butterscotch? No, no, no. And pistachio. And pistachio. Do you think butterscotch is the best of those four flavors? No, I think it's, it is unique and it is a, I think it suffers from the same thing that whoppers suffer from, which is a slightly malty taste mm. that puts some people way off and keeps some people on board. Not that we're looking for necessarily the most popular, but butterscotch can be divisive. Even between you and I, Hal. Side note, Whoppers are great to horse because once you get to the malt ball, the water just dissolves it. It's so good. The more you know. (laughs) It looks like (laughs) in your mouth, I imagine it's like the part of Terminator 2 where Sarah Connor's having the nightmare about the day the computers take over and then... She's at the fence and her skin's being flayed off by the flames. That that's what's happening to the malt ball when the water hits it during a good horsing session. Oh, you're doing sessions, full just sessions of horsing now? There's there's no other thing to call it when that happens. This is like, (laughs) settle in. It's time to horse, whatever it is. All right, let's talk about vanilla and chocolate. Okay. What, you want to talk about pistachio? Oh, let's talk about pistachio first. 
Pistachio pudding, I assume, is green. It's a uh, pale bluish green. Yes. So it's it's as if you're eating either that weird mold that the mom makes in Better Off Dead that winds up crawling across the table. Uh huh. Shout out to Savage Steve Holland, one of his two <laughs> classic 1980 comedies, 1980s comedies. Or it just reminds me of, of snot. Oh, just a cup of snot. How dare you? How dare you? I'll tell you what pistachio it doesn't look good. I, what pistachio pudding makes me think of. Mm. When I was a kid, we used to eat something called Watergate salad. Watergate <laughs> salad was invented in one of these craft books. Mm-hmm. One of these ones that Ken's always sending us. Sure. And it was named completely for no reason after the Watergate hotel because it was invented around the time of the Watergate scandal. It wasn't invented by five guys planting listening equipment in a kitchen. <laughs> That's not yeah. the, the origin of it. Okay. It's kind of like ambrosia salad. If you've ever had ambrosia, which the word salad is generous in this. It is cool whip, specifically craft cool whip. Surprise, surprise. Pistachio pudding powder folded together. Sure. So what you get is this sort of pale green, pistachio sweetened flavored cool whip mm-hmm. and then pineapple chunks and miniature marshmallows and we eat it almost we do it like once every three years now at thanksgiving but growing up it was every year at thanksgiving we had that if you were bad no if we were good oh if you were good you got it you like i would eat that and it was a side dish it was a side dish on our thanksgiving plate mm-hmm. which means that the next day if I wanted to have Thanksgiving leftovers for lunch, technically I was allowed to just have a big plate of Watergate salad. So I'm eating a giant plate of green Cool Whip as my Thanksgiving leftovers. And I love it. Now, this might be a personal taste. This might be subjectivity creeping into an objective conversation. I think it's subjectivity pushing objectivity out the window and going, let me, <laughs> let me tell you about Watergate salad. When I was a child, You want to hear a fun ambrosia story, by the way? Please. Ambrosia story. Ambrosia, of course, is like fruit and whipped cream and gel and like jello or pudding. It's like this insanely fatty dessert. I I don't even know if I was born yet, but you know, my father was on and off the diet train Mm -hmm. and he was at a point where he wanted to lose weight Mm -hmm. and he had been talking about it. And while he was at work, my mother decided she would make him an ambrosia salad to lose weight. She made the ambrosia salad and then realized, wait a minute, Bill said he wants to lose weight and I'm not helping making this ambrosia salad. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to throw it out. And she's like, I know we had talked about it in the morning, but he probably doesn't even remember. So she throws it out. He comes home from work and bursts through the door going, ambrosia, I will (laughs) eat my ambrosia. My mother bursts into tears. Oh, no. So I have really, I have a really, really healthy relationship with food. I don't know if that comes through in the first six and a half years of this show, but I feel comfortable saying it now. It feels oh good to actually gosh. have it out there and, and communicate it. Well, I'm glad you do. But I, I think you are allowing your memory of yeah. pistachio pudding as part of a larger dish, much like mm-hmm. banana pudding. So you're thinking of the Watergate salad, which is there's nothing wrong with having great food memories. I don't think that that is going to be the flavor that makes it out yeah i think this is a vanilla and chocolate race i think it always was yeah this particular version of pudding i would agree and i think in a vanilla and chocolate race that you and i would probably be in agreement that if it's if you're eating it by itself 
Mm-hmm. The chocolate pudding is much more of a treat. Yes, but this goes back to our peanut butter episode then. Mm-hmm. Chunky peanut butter versus smooth peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Smooth peanut butter's versatility defeated chunky peanut butter's superiority in eating it by itself. That's true, but this isn't just a general question. This is a flavor-specific question. We were asking which flavor we like more. So, yes, if you put a vat of vanilla pudding Mm -hmm. in a container and add bananas and vanilla wafers and whipped cream, you have banana pudding, which is superior to chocolate pudding. But if you just have them by themselves, which is really what we're talking about, the flavor Mm -hmm. in and of itself, like I imagine my picture of a child eating pudding Mm -hmm. is their mouth just jackson pollocked with chocolate pudding stain. <laughs> sure that is the general like that is how we even communicate that a child is eating pudding in a visual medium is they have that ring of chocolate stain around their mouth because they just ate chocolate pudding but that but that's not the reason why i would pick it i would just say in general as a flavor chocolate is much more exciting and much more enjoyable yes it's a flavor is, by itself vanilla is and we've talked about this before vanilla yeah. is a synonym for plain. Yeah, and it's fine. A yeah. good vanilla, whatever, can be very refreshing and enjoyable, but I, sure. I would rather have chocolate 10 times out of 10. All right. So out of these puddings, agree? I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I think chocolate pudding wins this. Wins the of the powdered puddings in a box. Yeah. So we have determined the best powdered pudding in a box is mm-hmm. chocolate. Fla- the best flavor of powdered pudding in a box is yep. chocolate. Yes. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about all the different other kinds of puddings that are going to try and knock chocolate pudding off this mountain. It's a date. Ooh. We Got This with Mark and Hal is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We get our cars tuned up to prevent bigger issues down the road. We get annual checkups and go to the gym to maintain physical wellness and prevent injury and disease. Going to therapy is like all of the above. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. Therapy doesn't mean something's wrong with you. It means you're investing in yourself to keep your mind healthy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It can be more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not in your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and We Got This listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash We Got This. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash We Got This. Hey, kid, your dad tell you about the time he broke Stephen Dorff's nose at the Kids' Choice Awards? In Dead Pilot Society, scripts that were developed by studios and networks but were never produced are given the table reads they deserve. When I was a kid, I had to spend my Christmas break filming a PSA about angel dust. So, yeah, being a kid sucks sometimes. Presented by Andrew Reich and Ben Blacker. Dead Pilot Society, twice a month on Maximum Fun. You know, the show you like, that hobo with the scarf who lives in a magic dumpster. (laughs) Doctor Who? Yeah. And we're back. Let's talk about some of the contenders that are going to battle against chocolate pudding. Great. These are sort of fancier, more international, many of them. These are puddings that are not the homemade box pudding flavors. And that would be the Italian panna cotta. The Spanish mm. flan mm. and mango pudding, 
all of which are gelatin based. So they have that uh-huh. sort of like mold shape and wobble on a plate. They, yeah, they wobble. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby. Wobble, baby. I like the way you wobble. And then there's moose, which is, uh, it's, gets it, it gets its consistent. What a moose is eating chocolate moose is like eating exactly like eating a bowl of chocolate pudding. I guess it's just whipped. It's not as snotty. Yeah. I don't, what something about you need to see a doctor. You've now described pudding twice as snotty. I've never had snot that seemed like pudding. You know, the slime that you could get in a cup, like, like they started, it became really popular in like the mid to late nineties. We yeah, you see your fingers in it, and it, and it goes. <laughs> that is the consistency of pudding to me every single time I have it. No, oh, you're know. having the wrong pudding. Or I know you're that a cannata is not that. Right. And I certainly know that a mousse is not that. And a creme brulee is not that either. I forgot to mention that one. So that would be the seventh. Is that a flavor, though? That's a style of cooking. What is the flavor of a creme brulee? Brown sugar. If it's the flavor of brown sugar... Yeah, it's that sort of vanilla. Creme brulee is a very specific flavor. Yeah, but it's like a vanilla. It's like a vanilla. Well, it's it's a sugar. It is. It's a sugar and egg yolk and cream. Cut. Yeah, it's. I don't know. No, there is vanilla in it. Yeah. So it's vanilla flavored. Vanilla. Yeah, it's vanilla. It's that 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 sort of caramel crispiness on the top that adds a flavor to it. I've had it with you know assorted autumnal spices in it. Yeah, I don't think creme brulee is a flavor. I don't think panna cotta is a flavor. Mango is a flavor. Okay. Moose is a style, is a, not a flavor. A sty- okay. I, you're really hanging on to this flavor as the... Because that's the question. I guess that's true. You're yeah, doing you're best right. pudding flavor, not best style of pudding. Okay. Ah. But these are puddings. They just, they're that's, flavors. Yeah. I'm they not going to argue whether or not they're pudding. I certainly can't argue that. I can say that if that I don't ask for... My, my favorite flavor of ice cream is not panna cotta or creme brulee. Right. Although you can make a creme brulee ice cream. You're just trying to make it taste like that specific type of vanilla. Right. You're trying to get that like caramelized sugar. Creme brulee is fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I love creme brulee. I do, I do do the back of the spoon tap first. Sure. Like you don't want to break that tension strength. It's like a very European version of Squid Game. You're just tapping gently on the top of a creme brulee. And then licking the bottom of the plate to try to get the shape out. <laughs> oh, we both saw it. We did. I actually, I went to a Halloween party and one of the confections that was offered at this Halloween party was that Korean candy. Everybody was given, you know, there was a, there was a table that had all of those on it and then a little bowl of sewing needles and you had to (laughs) grape yours out. I bet it tasted great. It looks like a very tasty candy. You know what they taste like? They just taste like sugar and honey. Yep. Just straight sugar and honey. That is a great flavor. Great Speaking of great right flavors, there. let's talk about mango pudding. Do you okay. like mango? I do like mango. I love fresh mango. I really like dried mango. Mm-hmm. I like a mango candy. This I'm totally breaking my no fruit is a good pudding flavor. I, yeah, I don't think I'd, I think of all the forms you could tell me I could have mango in, mm-hmm. that this would be the one I'd be least interested in. Gelatinous formed pudding. Yeah. Yeah. I do love it, though. Yeah. Do you think it's better than chocolate? No. Then maybe it should. It's different than chocolate. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Vanilla is also different than chocolate. Let's talk about these then, because there's two that you mentioned before. Yeah. Tapioca and rice pudding. Now, tapioca is a flavor. Rice is not a flavor. Is tapioca a flavor? Sort of. Tapioca is a texture. Right. But isn't that also the... Is a texture a flavor? Flavor. What's your favorite flavor? Corduroy? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Tapioca, I guess it's not a flavor. 
tapioca doesn't have a flavor. Do you like tapioca? No, I, but it doesn't. <laughs> when you say it's a flavor, can't something be a texture and a flavor? Just because it's one of the boxes doesn't mean it's a flavor. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Listen, I think listeners, you can't things. see it, but Hal is really looking up in the sky and his eyes are darting back and forth really fast. Like, trying, like one dude in the Ernest movies. I'm trying to Ernest. No. Do you remember the dude? There was uh, the two guys, the two bumbling. They were like Laurel and Hardy kind of characters. And they were in all of the Ernest movies. No. Now I'm thinking about them and doing the same thing. Yeah. They now all show hyper up in aware the of what I do with my eyes. Yeah. Sort of like how like, back and forth when you're performing, like when you have those moments where you're like, what do I do with my hands? Yeah, exactly. Do they go pockets. How do people hold their arms again? And I'm standing on stage. Yeah, you don't think every stand-up comic could wear a headset mic? <laughs> uh, that mic is a prop. That's something to do with your hands. Yeah, you have to have something to do with them. So you say rice pudding is not a flavor? Correct. Correct. I don't think we can include it. Although it is my favorite, I don't think it is a flavor. I think it is a vanilla sort of flavor. Mm-hmm. It also tastes heavily of rice. It's like rice and milk and sugar. Yeah. But all those good spices too. Oh, it's good. It's very fall. good. Well, I mean, I you have to top it. You have to top it with cinnamon. Yeah. And then you have to top it, top that with whipped cream or do them in another order. That's our version of rice pudding. Thing I found out. Rice pudding is on every inhabited continent. There is a version of rice pudding. Because rice is, is kind of cool. Because rice is everywhere, which I think is really cool that rice pudding is such a clean slate for mm. any sort of flavor. Do you know some places where they do you like all right, do you like raisins or no raisins? I like raisins. So do I. I because you know what? I, li- I like I'm a texture and no a raisins, but I enjoy the raisins yeah, too. I like the it's raisins. Sweet. It's a little burst of sweet. Exactly. Do you hate raisins? Yeah, were well, you a jerk that doesn't like a little burst of sweet? Yeah. Come I mean, on. It's the one place. Why are you listening to this show? Hal and I are a little burst of sweet. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a raisin in my cookie. I want chocolate chips in my cookie. I understand when people are like, oh, I thought it was going to be a chocolate chip and it was a raisin. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed by that. There is a disappointment. There's a real hurt that comes from that because you, you feel like your food's betrayed you. But in a rice pudding, the great thing is they've gotten soft. Yeah. So there's a little bit of raisin flavor, but then the raisin, it is a burst of sweet when you bite into it. It's a real nice, it's a great piece of texture and also a great piece of flavor. And that's not always the case. Sometimes the thing that brings mm-hmm. the texture isn't necessarily the same thing that brings the flavor. Yeah. So it's nice to have them combined. Look, everything brings something to the party. Yeah. Rice is bringing a texture to the party. Tapioca is bringing a texture to the party, not yeah. necessarily bringing a flavor. I have one more I want to talk about. Okay. And I think the one more that I want to talk about is our winner. Mm. And I think it's our winner specifically based on sentences that we have said in this episode. Oh, you want to walk us through the sentences first? I do. I will Go walk ahead. us through the sentences. Early on, I gave a list of different kinds of puddings. And you said, well, those aren't really haggis. We're not going to count that as pudding. We're not going to talk about that. And I said, okay, but these we are considering puddings. Yes. Sure. So there was a list of puddings that was deemed to be puddings in this episode. And then just a little while ago, when we were talking about vanilla or chocolate, and I mentioned that vanilla, it was more versatile and could be used in many things. You said, yes, but if we're looking at vanilla as an ingredient, because sure, banana pudding has better flavor than chocolate pudding, but Mm -hmm. vanilla pudding does not. But because we had determined that banana pudding is a pudding. 
And because we both in that moment agreed that banana pudding does have better flavor than chocolate pudding, did we not determine the winner of this episode 20 minutes ago? We didn't because it is not the banana pudding. It is vanilla flavored. It is no, no, no. Vanilla We're talking about v- the banana pudding as a dish is a yeah, pudding. Right. But it's not a flavor. Yes, it is. You said banana pudding has a flavor. Of course it does. But then you corrected me and you were right that the flavor comes from everything else. It comes from the blank slate of vanilla. Yes, but with the bananas. That's what gives it the flavor. You don't vanilla get pudding. banana pudding out of the packet. You're not going to get. A oh, no, 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 no. That packet. stuff's garbage. Exactly. No. That would be the banana flavored pudding. I am pointing out that vanilla pudding is a pudding. Banana pudding is also a pudding with a pudding as an ingredient. So then what about bread pudding? Bread pudding is not a pudding in any sense. And, and only, in only in this, only in the sense that it is British and British people use the word pudding to denote any dessert. But it's also not a flavor. It's not bread flavored pudding. Right. No, it's, oh, it's, or sticky toffee pudding is my favorite. Sure. Oh, I love sticky toffee pudding. That at least has a definable flavor. Yes. But it is a larger dish. Mm -hmm. If there are multiple components to the dish, Mm -hmm. I don't think we can consider that the best flavor. We literally said it is a pudding. It has a specific flavor. And you specifically said earlier in the episode, banana pudding has a better flavor than chocolate pudding, which I agree with. Yes. But the reason for that. Is the composed bite. Because yes. The, a of bite of pudding. banana pudding. The composed bite of pudding. But that, as a pudding, if it was best pudding. Yeah. Best I would flavor agree of pudding. Best flavor of pudding. Is banana is, pudding. There are too many flavors going on in there. It's not, not a flavor. Many. It's four flavors together. Oh, come on. It's you vanilla can't say pudding. that just because there's, so there's only, there can only be one ingredient in a flavor? There can only be one flavor in it. Well, then how are there pizza flavored combos? There's lots of different things in a pizza. That is a multiple ingredient. A combo by its nature is yeah. multiple things combined to make its. I know what a combination is, and so I know the short form you of have what to a combination throw it out. Is. I maintain right now that the best pudding flavor is the flavor of a properly crafted banana pudding. Because it is a pudding, it does have a flavor, and earlier in this very episode, you said... That banana pudding has a better flavor than chocolate pudding. I hate to split hairs with you. And I agree with that statement. I believe that yeah. is true. And if it was... This which, topic is closed. There are many no, more topics no, no, to discuss. No. <laughs> if the question were, and there is a difference here. It is a slight semantic difference, but a difference nonetheless. Mm-hmm. If what we were setting out was to say which pudding has the best flavor, then we're saying no matter how many things are in it, mm-hmm. when the dish is made the best possible way, I think Which, you are you are best. talking and in that, circles around the fact no, no, that a no. banana pudding that would bring superior. rice pudding back into it, right? I think yeah, it would put rice. It would right. Well, hold on now. Yeah, because yeah. Because yeah. I think this hinges on whether there is a specific flavor to a southern banana pudding. At which I agree that would I would argue that there is rice pudding can have a variety of flavors. Like we mentioned before, it's available on every continent. Tapioca pudding is not in contention anyway, because it's not the best. But banana pudding is a pudding and it has a specific flavor. I agree it does. But I believe that that flavor is a combination of four flavors happening at once. Vanilla pudding, actual banana, mm-hmm. which is why it's called banana pudding. Mm-hmm. It's not because of the actual pudding in it. The pudding is just vanilla. It is a pudding. Vanilla wafers. It's a pudding with a pudding as an ingredient, and but it is a pudding and it has a flavor. You don't think that a flavor can have multiple facets to it? I think it can, but when somebody's asking you what's the best flavor, what's the best pudding flavor, 
they want a single flavor. They don't so, want something that's made up of like five different things. We don't know that. Let me ask Get you this. Get on the horn. Let me ask you this. Yes. If I put in front of you mm. a bowl that has been lovingly lined with vanilla wafers, vanilla pudding, bananas, and a Cool Whip or whipped cream topping to create a perfect official Southern banana pudding, like the one my mom makes every holiday, or a box of powder. You're really going to use, there's too many facets to that flavor as a negative against the flavor of a banana pudding. Look, if you're asking me to compare a more complexly crafted dish with something that comes out of a box, I'm generally going to want the more complexly made dish. Why are you resisting the banana pudding, Hal? The only reason why is because I feel like it's not the spirit of the question that was asked. I feel like we're bending it to our will. And for some reason on this night... Manish Tanaha Laila Jose. This night. This topic was brought to you by Manish Talala Halala Jose. <laughs> yes. The four questions of Passover. <laughs> For some reason, it's sticking in my craw. I, I kind of want to try a, a brief thought experiment. Okay. If you'll grant me this. Okay. My wife, who I will not prep at all, who is mm-hmm. in the other room watching something on television. Okay. She is a grits, a girl raised in the South. Mm-hmm. I know she loves banana pudding. But I know she also loves chocolate pudding. And those are really our two finalists, right? So then this is the question. The question that you ask her, because I know you would figure out some way I'm to leave this question. I'm not going to ask her anything until I bring her in here. Okay. This is the question to ask her. Okay. Which flavor is better, chocolate pudding or banana pudding? What if I just ask her, what is the best pudding flavor? That is what I'll ask her because that's what we're, that's, that was the topic. Well, that's yes, all but, I'm but, then, ask but, her. but then that's that, see that. But that's the question, right? That's what was submitted. What if she says something? Flavor. What if she says butterscotch? Then I will get a divorce. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. I'm not going to. Right. I'm just going to bring her in. I'm going to ask All her right. to talk into the microphone and say that. And then I will dismiss her and we will we will make a decision from there because we're very close. I like the idea of dismissing your wife. <laughs> like, I mean, I won't. Dis- she doesn't I do. Mean, any, you don't dismiss her or allow anything. Yeah, my let's let's be clear. She'll be released from the obligation of having to be in this hot closet and talking <laughs> into a microphone. I'll be right back. All right. Okay. I have my wife here. Just get real close to the microphone. Hey, Mark. Hi, Jen. Jennifer, what is the best pudding flavor off the top of your head? Tapioca and vanilla. Amazing. <laughs> that is two flavors. That is multiple flavors. I can't believe it. Multiple flavors. <laughs> Hal Lublin, the best pudding flavor. <laughs> The best pudding flavor, according to your own wife, is a combination of multiple flavors. I can't. All right, fine. Fine. People of the world, I didn't expect it to happen this way. You did did perfectly, Jen. She just said from the other room, she said, was I supposed to say chocolate? You were supposed to say whatever was in your heart. I'm glad that you did. Thank you for your contribution to this episode. I guess what Jennifer has told us here is that a combination of flavors is okay and acceptable as a flavor of pudding. Yeah. And the central argument here that we got to at the end was what was the spirit of what was asked? I maintained that it was a single flavor of pudding. Mark Mm -hmm. maintained that it was the flavor of the pudding provided, in which case there's no question that the best flavor of pudding. How about, can we say this, Mark? Mm -hmm. That the best flavor of pudding is banana pudding. Banana pudding has the best flavor of any pudding on the planet. However, if you're going to get a pudding out of a box, yeah, Chocolate is the best single flavor of pudding. Are we yeah. comfortable saying that? 
Absolutely. So we're going to answer two things at once. Ask and answer two times over. Chocolate pudding is your best pudding flavor, but the best flavor of pudding that you can get is the combination of vanilla pudding, sliced bananas, vanilla wafers, and whipped cream that is banana pudding. And hey, if you want a rice pudding, we're not going to be mad at you, no. but don't hate on the raisins. They're there to help. <laughs> Did you just put a Barry Bonds asterisk on this episode? People of the world asked and answered. No, we double answered it. Yeah. We super deluxe. It wasn't even an asterisk, but I did not expect her to say two flavors that had been so clearly eliminated. That was so fun. She said, was I supposed to say chocolate? Sweetheart, you are not going to listen to this, but I love you. And any pudding you want, I will go get for you anytime. Are you talking to Jen or are you talking to me? Yes. Awesome. Can you go get me some chocolate pudding? It's the best flavor. Yep. I'm on it. (laughs) Let's wrap this up. This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. Please reach out to us on Twitter or you can email us. We got this podcast at gmail.com or share your weird seventies pudding recipes over at our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash. We got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer, Uri Kelman and QA engineer, Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world. You are our favorite flavor of audience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.